Hello, and welcome to the Spooky Dookie Podcast, the only horror podcast for you social outcasts. Hosted by us, I am Derek. I am Mike. And we are going to review Cabin in the Woods. 2011. Wow. Yeah, well, well, no, it got didn't get released until the next year, I thought. I thought there was like a, a weird delay for it or something. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was, because Chris Hensworth was an Avenger when it came out, and this is maybe two years before that. Okay. Interesting. Yes. Well, I, I never seen this movie until last year. Derek was very, very big on this movie and highly suggested it. And oh, yeah, from the... Uh... The ranking list. Yeah, you exist. people said that I was crazy for putting this as S rank. Yeah. Well, well, look at look who's laughing now. Oh, <laughs> it's so, definitely a cult classic. Yes. And it's uh, a it's like a a love like a like a a love note love letter yeah to horror where it basically embodies all the tropes and whatnot like scream yeah this uh like scream i love scream and this is i don't know if this is better than scream but um this does it better yeah this does it like because scream is more like a here's a reference there here's a reference there this is easter eggs galore this is like hundreds of just hundreds woo throw in whatever you got which i really like that it's a fun movie because i remember Uh, watching it and then going into so many videos just to see the Easter eggs yeah. of that scene at the end to see how many yeah. <laughs> references there were. But yeah, let's let's get to it. So the movie opens up with these two guys in the office. Um was Hadley and Sitterson. Um they're basically uh just talking about stuff and uh one of the woman characters came up to them and was like, was it Wendy? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, she was like, uh, they're, I don't know, they brought up there being a glitch and the, there's possibly could be a glitch in the system and Hadley and Citizen just was like, yeah, there would never be a glitch in the system. And then uh, the Cabin in the Woods um, title screen popped up or whatever. And um, we're introduced to our five main characters. There's uh, Holden. He's the, the black guy. Uh, there's Marty, the stoner. He's basically shaggy. You got you got Jules, the, the whore. You got Kurt, who's Chris Hemsworth. And then you got uh, Data. Not Jock. It's <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, yeah. And then you got Data, who's uh, the... Virgin. I'm putting up air quotations because she's really not a virgin, but Oops, they spoiler. classify her as a virgin. Um, the innocent one. Right. And, you know, movie starts off, you know, this, you know, kids being kids, having fun. Uh, they're all getting ready to go to Kurt's cousin's cabin uh, to hang out and have fun. Um, and then you got Shaggy, I mean, Marty pulling up in a, in a van what the uh was a, a big old bong but it turns into a thermos yeah and, and, yeah so yeah they, they they get ready to go to the cabin and whatnot and they go to the cabin having fun 
they, I don't know, they have dinner or whatever, and um, the the cellar door in the cabin. Well, it's a lot of stuff that happens beforehand. Like, it's really not that important. Like, uh, Jules is getting dr- no, no, Dane is getting dressed, and in a room over, you have uh, Holden, and he sees that there's this ugly painting up or whatever. So he takes the painting down, and he sees this like a once a one way mirror, right? Called yeah, one-way? yeah, a one way mirror, and he can see into. Uh, Dana's room sees her undressing. He bangs on the door. It's like, oh no, don't do that. And uh, they switch oh, rooms. So <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then she watches him a little. Right. Which, I mean, that's why would he go straight into the room and start getting undressed, knowing that the painting is down. So like, yeah. maybe he wanted to be watched. Of course. Anyway, he did. Yeah. Well, they had chemistry. Yeah. With apps like those, I would be, I would be wanting to be get watched too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyways, um, they play truth or dare. Um, Marty dares uh, Jules to make out with the moose head, but it's not even a moose head; it's a wolf. Get it? Because Marty's high and doesn't know what the hell is going on, or does he? Anyways, um, that's happening. Um, then they cut over to the people in the office and they're taking bets on how these people are going to die. Like there's different ways they can activate different uh, scenarios to happen. So anyways, they take the bets or whatever. Um, there's some random black guy who doesn't even matter. I don't know why they kept panning to him like he was important. But the black guy was like, yeah, I'm not going to bet. I don't believe in this or whatever. So anyway, so they pan back into the pack, back to the ca- uh, the cabin and they're eating dinner and the cellar door flies open just like how it did in Evil Dead. Um, they go downstairs into the cellar and now you see all these different props in there. Each prop that they could have grabbed would have um, would have caused a different monster to attack them or whatever. Uh, so they end up finding the book, just like how they did in Evil Dead, and they read off the book, and they caused the... Uh, what, I forget how they worded it. it Angry like, Hick zombies or some shit. Yeah, yeah basically. Zombies, and, uh, redneck, torture, family. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and um, and it cuts back to the uh, the office, and people are disappointed because they lost their bet. And what did you say? Maintenance one. Oh yeah. And um, I forget which one. It was either Citizen or Hadley was upset because he wanted it to be a uh, merman because he never seen a merman yet. And uh, foreshadowing. <laughs> um, so yeah, they uh, they read off the book or whatever, and that was such a cock tease because uh, Kurt, I think he was holding the the ball that was supposed to resemble the the, the puzzle from Hellraiser. Yeah, I forgot what it's called, but ah, uh, that would have been. I feel like the monster they chose is kind of underwhelming. Yeah. Um, but, oh, well. Right. So, um, what happens? Um, 
who goes up? Uh, Kurt and Jules, they leave to go out to, you know, do what horny teens do or whatever. And he was, uh, Kurt was trying to suggest, tell Jules, huh, you should take off your shirt. And she's like, eh, I don't know. It's kind of cold. I don't really want to. And he was like, oh, okay. And then uh, it comes back to the office and everybody's like, oh, boo. And so they turned on the pheromone smoke and they uh, lowered the temp or no, they increased the temperature. And so it made her want to take off her shirt and she did and they had sex. Well, not have sex, but they were fooling around or whatever. And then um, they both get attacked by the Hicks. Um, kills her, kills Jules. Uh, Kurt gets away. Um, while this all happening, uh, Marty, Dana, and uh, Hoden are inside the cabin. Um, what should we call it? Um, Marty, he hears this voice in his head uh, telling him. Uh, the voice in his head kept saying, "Oh, I should, I should go for, I should go out for a walk," but since Marty is high, he can like hear the voice instead of it making it. Usually it will make him feel like it's their subconscious telling him they should go for a walk. But since he's high, he knows it's a voice and it's not his own voice. So he's freaking out. But he ends up saying, uh, I don't know who's there, but I'm going to just go for a walk. And so he goes for a fucking walk. And so he goes outside and um, Kurtz comes back running. And, um, well, first, Marty sees a, a, one of the Hicks, Hicks, like she's an undead girl outside. And, um, but, uh, Kurt comes running and basically clothesline the girl. And Kurt and Marty runs into the house or whatever. Um, they're trying to explain what's going on or whatever. Uh, I can't remember. What happened? Oh, 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 oh! I'm pretty sure. Oh, well, I could be wrong, but with the order, doesn't Marty go looking for the the wire? Yeah. So, um, yeah, they split up. Some okay. First, they're in the house. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Now I remember. Okay. So what happened was they were all in the house. They were talking or whatever, and. They were getting ready to leave out to like to figure out a way out together, but the uh, one of the people at the office put a thought into uh, Kurt's head saying we should split up. So uh, Kurt was like, uh, "I think we're all doing this wrong. We should we should all just split up." And Marty was like, "Really? Do you really think we should do that?" And Jules was like, "Yeah, we should we should just split up." Jules, so, is not dead. Jules. Um, have not have what the holding 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 it's like <laughs> holding like yeah we should just split up and marty's like oh whatever so they split up and marty's they all leave marty stays in the cabin marty sees a camera and he's like freaking out and he starts pulling on the camera and sees the cord or whatever and um he automatically thinks he's on tv um and they were going to do something in the office. I forget what they said they were going to do. I think they were just going to set it on fire, maybe. But um, 
they they decided not to. Um, and I believe Marty gets attacked, so we don't see Marty anymore. Yeah, they assume he's dead. Right. And um, so Chris Hems, not Chris Hems, <laughs> Kurt, Dana, and Holden, they're all outside trying to figure out how to get out. And um, it's just like Evil Dead where the bridge is missing. Um, but there's a uh, dirt bike right there. So Kurt was going to jump the bridge on a dirt bike and oh, I love this come back from for help. So he gets on a bike, tries to jump the bridge, but he didn't make it to the other side because... They're like trapped in this dome, just like how it is in uh, the Hunger Games. Yeah, the force field. Yeah. And he uh, crashes into it and dies. So uh, that's it for him. And uh, basically, uh, Dana and uh, Holden, they try to get away. Um, They're fighting and stuff and blah, blah, blah. And um, they get in the car, they drive off. Dana's freaking out and holding it was like, Dana, you you're the only one I got left. You gotta hold it together. Uh we can get through this. And all of a sudden he gets stabbed in the back of the neck and he dies. And uh everybody at the office are celebrating and everything because everybody's dead. And the black guy was like, Why is everybody celebrating? She's still alive. And it was like, Oh, well. She's the version, so she doesn't count. Everybody's dead. We won. Then they get a phone call, and turns out everybody's not dead. And it's Marty. Marty is still alive. Um, I forget how how did they get into the uh office? I can't remember. Do you remember? They must have fell through a trap door or something. Hmm. That's the one thing I don't remember. That's the important part. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Marty, Marty does finds, something. Yeah, he finds Dana, and he he brings her into this. He found an, a secret elevator. It was hidden underneath a grave, and the elevator took him to the uh, the facility or whatever. And they go up the elevator and they see uh, one of the monsters like caged up and they see the monster. He's holding uh, the, the the little puzzle thing we were talking about earlier, the, uh, the globe that's supposed to be from Hellraiser. Yeah. But and but this guy's not he doesn't have pins in his head. He has saw blades stuck in his head. But uh she put two and two together and was like, oh, those sick assholes were planning on, or I don't know, she, I forget what she said. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so all that stuff happens and uh, they get to the office and, or they stop at the elevator and it's guys with guns and they were telling, they were telling her to get out the elevator because they were just going to kill Marty, because they only need him dead. Um, but the monsters escapes, or 
can't remember. Yeah. Some of the monsters escape. I don't remember how, though. And it, she releases them somehow. Right, but not yet. I forgot how she yeah. got in that situation. God damn it. I literally just watched this. <laughs> I can't remember how she... Uh, whatever, they got away they, from She pushed the purge button. Right. So she got away from them somehow. Um, they get to this area where all the monsters are... Like, they get to this area where they can see all the monsters or whatever, and all these people with guns are coming after them, looking for them. So she just releases all the monsters, and all the monsters just kills everybody in the office. And uh, the one guy who wanted to see uh, a merman got killed by a merman. And that was pretty funny, because when he saw the merman, he was like, oh, come on. And the merman killed him. Slowly crawled up and killed him. Too. <laughs> um, yeah, so they run into this room. Uh, it's like this big ass. I, I don't know. <sighs> Damn it! It's like a temple or something. Looks I weird. can't. I can't even think of the word. It starts with an H. Hol- holograph. Holog. Hi, 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 <laughs> You're fucking me up. Hi, hieroglyphics. Yes. Yes, that. <laughs> they're on the walls and they read yeah. and they take yeah. out what is supposed to happen. Yeah. And um uh, what's her name? Dana. She's like, why would they uh do this? Why would they want us or why why us? And some old white lady came up and was like, It's because you're young, you're the youth. Barney Weaver, man. Who? From uh Alien franchise. Oh, that was her? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, she was like, uh, yeah, you're you're young and blah blah blah. And um this is this is for the greater good. This is for we have to appease the gods or else they're gonna come from underneath the ground and uh end the world. Um and uh she's Telling us to Marty, she's like, either you die and say, or we all die. Right, yeah, you die or we're all, we all die. And while she's saying that, you see Dana pulling up a gun and is getting ready to shoot uh, Kurt. I'm not, yeah, Marty. Marty. Yeah, getting ready to shoot Marty. And she was just like, we have to. And, uh, Marty's like, I'm sorry, because he said I'm sorry because it was a werewolf coming up behind her and uh it, it mauled uh Dana and uh Marty and whatchamacallit Sigourney the director, yeah. Yes. She gets the the hick girl that was just slowly walking the whole entire movie. Like it wouldn't die, just kept slowly, you know doing its own thing, eventually just knocks the director off like this like cliff. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marty and Dana sit next to each other like, well, I guess we're going to die. Yep. Because the, the world starts rumbling yeah. and they smoke a joint and then uh, the giant hand reaches up and, you know, that's it alludes that the giant gods are about to kill the entire race. Yes. 
so the reason why all this is happening, like I said, is you have to appease the gods. We forgot to mention inside um, the facility, there's like six screens and they're watching them to see if they go down. If one of these rituals go through, they're good. But this is the first year that none of them uh, was able to <laughs> be completed. And apparently the Japanese always right. beat them and always uh, uh, get their ritual right. And then uh, they're like, damn, Japanese. And then all of a sudden the, the Japanese didn't even get it right. So it was really, really on them to make uh, Marty die and finish the ritual. Yeah, but, I didn't even bring up the J- Japanese scenario. It was completely fucking ridiculous the japanese what go ahead it was like this evil uh you know you know how japanese movies are the evil lady with the long black hair covering her face it was supposed to be the grudge i thought yeah yeah or the ring either or either or that's how they all are but uh uh they're they're getting tormented there it's a classroom full of uh school children children yeah i think it's nine uh, children, little girls, and they beat the the demon by sing, holding hands around it, and singing a song, and the demon end up turning into a frog, and that's <laughs> ridiculous. But yeah, you think it'd be like a normal little girl or something that turns into a frog? That's interesting. <laughs> but I, what was on the other TVs? Like they were all representing different. Uh, movies. I can't remember. I can't remember either. I think one of them was supposed to be Thing. Probably. The yeah. snowy one. Yeah. Um. Shit. Because I want to think about all the references they had in this. Because it's, it's so worth talking about each reference. You know, we talked about the Pinhead clone. You know, generic ones like Werewolf. There was a, a clown that was supposed to be Pennywise. Um trying to think of the bigger ones the only one that didn't make sense to me was a, a unicorn sure <laughs> or the dragon i'm like what horror movie has a dragon i think they just start i think i was watching a behind the scenes thing they started running out of monsters to use so they just started putting mythical creatures in random things okay what was the scene with the boxes at the end oh when they all get released yeah. They show all those boxes and there's so many different things right. there. I'm trying to think of the most memorable. There was just like stupid ones like giant bugs and like there was a leprechaun. Uh, there was one with like a weird, a ballerina with a weird face that was supposed to be represent, uh, representing Guillermo del Toro style or something. Uh, shit. Maybe if I look at the whiteboard. The whiteboard says werewolf, alien beast, mutants. I don't even know what that word is. Not going to try it. Zombies, reptilicus, <laughs> clowns, witches, sexy witches, demons, hell lord, angry molesting tree from Evil Dead, giant snake, deadites. That's just straight up. Wow. <laughs> Kevin. That's interesting. I guess that's like a nod to somebody who like made the movie or something. Mummy, the bride, Sca- scarecrow, folk, snowman, dragon bat. I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Vampires. This is December. This dismembering goblins. 
Sugar Plum Fairy, which is a Dier- Guillermo del Toro reference. Merman, the reanimated. Unicorn, the Hurin. I don't know what that is. Sketch, Sasquatch, Wendigo, Yeti. Dolls, the Doctors, Zombie Rednecks, which got cho- chosen. Jack-o'-lantern, Giants, and Twins. But there were so many more referenced in that, that fucking box scene. Weird. I just look up uh, Kevin. Yeah. It says, uh, Kevin is a sweet-looking guy who on the surface appears normal, but underneath is a, phys- uh, is a psychotic killer who dismembers people. He is summoned by a film strip if someone plays the film. Weird. I've never heard of that. Interesting. I think there was... um. A bunch of people walking around in strangers' masks, if I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I want to just think about all of these. Uh, I, I love Easter eggs. I don't, especially when it's horror, and they did it so well. Oh, now i got a complete list of them. Good. Uh, all their monsters seen behind the scenes. The Ancient Ones. Balding Menace, The Blob, Boomer, based on a Left for Dead monster, Bullhead yeah. Fa- Phantom, Cow Skull Giant, Charger, based on Left for Dead 2, okay. Creature with pattern segments of on- armor on its head, Creeping Shadow, Cthulhu Creature, Cyclops, Dark, dark Spirit, Face Peeler, Floating Leech Creature, Flock of Killer Birds, Four-Legged Saddle Creature, Garden Gnome Boy, Giant Alligator, Giant Ape, Giant Ant, Cat, centipedes crow deer ferrets floating head insects lizard millipede boo um owl tarantula toad woman see a lot of those they ran out of things for the boxes when they filmed the thing and they had to fill up a whole entire (laughs) thing so they just started throwing bugs in there what (laughs) the ku klux Klan. (laughs) (laughs) gladiator demon ghost gorilla howl lord minion the humanoid hunter japanese floaty girl killer robot the kraken man in transparent trap maybe that's supposed to be saw i don't know oh tarp nope that's not saw i can't read <laughs> mute girl <laughs> mutant, mutant in the hospital gown ogre hail serpent phantom prince of darkness a lot of army of nightmares references pterodactyls puffy tentacle creature rabid dogs reaver savage with a hatchet slimy horn cloak creature smoker the old man which is, there are a lot of video game references the red fiend Reptilian, the suffocators, the undead warmonger, tank, based on Left for Dead, tentacle thing, troll, two-headed monster, two-headed creature, sorry, witch, Left for Dead again. Whew, that is a lot of fucking Easter eggs. Did you mention the angry molesting tree on a whiteboard? Yes, that made me <laughs> fucking wheeze, dude. Ugh. But it was worth naming every single one of them. And this is also based off a book, which I, we didn't reference. And there was more reference in the book that I'm not going to name because it's not canon. Yes. Well, not canon in the movie, but we don't yeah. read around here. Yeah. So, uh, I guess we'll get to the review segment. Okay, oh, Derek, yeah. spook your dookie. I get this movie as spooky. It, it, it speaks to me. It's uh, it's like, hey, you, you like, you like spooky movies? Well, here, here's a whole bunch of spooky movies in one movie. You want to know why characters do stupid things? Well. Imagine all horror movies are in this universe and we're controlling it. And that's why the characters do stupid things. That's why it's cliche, because we do it. And this movie is just great. I like it. It's, it's, 
like you said, a love letter to horror fans. And I love this movie. So, yes, it's a good movie. I'm going to give it a spooky as well. When Derek recommended to me, I always get this movie confused with a ton of other cabin movies and whatever. I always talk about it. And we just talked about this the other day. And I don't even remember all the movies I named, but it was just like, okay, I don't know what this movie is. I didn't know the backstory. This is new the name. I thought it was, what movies did I confuse it with? I can't even think. House at the End of the Whatever. Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever. And there's one more. I still confuse all these movies, which is the one with the rape. The rape is House at the End of the Street? No, Last House on the Left. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Whatever. Either Jeff way. House at the End of the Street. <laughs> Um, this is a great movie. It is has so many references. I love references and other things. I love when things share universes or do crossovers. Crossovers are my favorite thing ever. I was literally just watching cartoon crossovers yesterday. I think it's so cool to take two properties and put them together that you thought think would never interact. It blows my fucking mind. And um, I love horror and like most of horror and most of horror icons. So seeing them all conjugate in one, you know, movie is great. I wish there was a fucking uh, a sequel to this or something. If they're going to make a fucking escape room sequel, why not this? I don't think this has that. Like, I never really hear people talking about this movie besides you. Why not? It's such a great thing. But people love Scream and people love references and Easter eggs. Like, Bride of Chucky had that room that the police, um, what, oh, yeah. what is, where they keep all the items um, they took from the monsters. What is evidence that? Evidence room. Evidence room. People talk about that shit, but there's a time entire movie about yeah. <laughs> references, and I never hear about this. And it has a pretty good cast of um, the hell's her name? I think her last name's Connolly or something. And uh, Chris Hemsworth before Avengers, Jesse uh, Williams, and a fun fact: I don't know if you knew this, the buff nerd Marty. I think he was intended originally to play Kurt. And then he was too buff, so they had to put him in a billion hoodies so he didn't look too buff as a nerd. <laughs> I know for a fact they put him in a billion hoodies because of that. I don't know if it's because he originally ha- was Kurt or they just cast him and they're like, well, this guy's too buff. We can't have him out buff Chris Hemsworth. Right. So, oh, that was interesting because I never noticed that. And then I went back and I was like, this guy's shoulders are huge. I didn't yeah. notice that. <laughs> she had like a fucking box. Yeah. Oh. Um, I, I forget. Like, I forget, like, the reason why I did love this movie so much because I was such a huge, I'm still a, a huge Evil Dead fan and I feel like Evil Dead just never really got the recognition it deserved and this movie came out before the remake and just seeing this movie reference Evil Dead so much made me love this movie so much more when I first saw it and it's just I don't know. Whoever made this movie is a fucking huge fan of it. Was Josh Whedon. shows? Oh wow! I, mm-hmm. Yes, Josh Whedon. It's the best. Shout out to Bucket of Vampire Slayer. Oh, and um, the two. I think it's it said on Wikipedia the two uh, office dudes who were working together were on Buffy and Angel together. I think. And yep. probably so makes sense. They're underrated in this movie because they're pretty funny. Like you don't you don't expect it. Yeah. A lot of layer like layers to this movie. You could sit here and talk about the references forever, the subtle nods, and it's like it's so enjoyable. I just don't understand someone who doesn't 
like this movie as a horror fan? Why would ever... someone not? Why does why doesn't this movie get the love it deserves? Why do you think? I thought it does. I mean, I just feel like if somebody didn't like this movie because they didn't see it. Like, I don't know. Why do you think that one guy yelled at you on YouTube about you putting it in the superior category? Because I mean, everyone's has probably, probably beats his wife and kicks puppies. Who knows? <laughs> well, I guess we can't base the <laughs> general consensus off of abuser. You're correct. Like he went through generations of inbreeding and he stumbled upon our YouTube channel and these guys are having a too good of a time. Fuck them. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a 92%. Yeah, it's but a the good audience movie. Sco- <laughs> the audience score is 74, which is still really good. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I mean, because I, I guess the average audience probably wouldn't know most of these horror movies, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't maybe care. They would, I, but I, they wouldn't catch the, the nuance and whatnot. I mean, I, I really don't care what anybody thinks about this movie. I enjoy it, and I'm glad it's made. Um, Surprise, there's not more movies like this. I mean, there was, you know, the parody movies like Scary Movie, and we talked about Stan Helsing the other day, more of a comedic route. But it'd be interesting to see more movies take this route and try to, you know, do some, you know, don't take the, the properties like. I mean, I feel like it's easier said than done. They were able to do it. Yeah, but who thinks of this? Like the, the layout's there. Someone could just take it and maybe hit a bigger home run with it. I guess. I see no Chucky in this movie. Make it again. Reference Chucky, just for me. <laughs> I mean, they. It's weird. They had like two hundred references, and somehow he fell to the wayside. I'm a little upset about that. Nobody cares about Chucky. Go fuck yourself. Well, before I kill Derek, this has been the Spooky Dookie Podcast. I'm Mike. And I am Derek. Stay spooky. Stay dookie.